Hello, welcome to the Mindful Motherhood Podcast. I invite you to stop, breathe, and mindfully explore ways to better understand and manage the daily struggles of motherhood. I'm your host, Maggie Metz. Today we're going to cover square breathing and comparison. I invite you now to practice with me a mindfulness technique, square breathing. If you are able, find a comfortable seated position. Roll your shoulders up, back, and down away from your ears. Now begin taking deep cycles of breath in through your nose and out through your nose in the following pattern. Inhaling for a count of four, Holding the breath in for four seconds. Exhaling for a count of four. And then holding the breath in for four seconds. As you continue to repeat cycles of breathing in this pattern of inhaling, holding, exhaling, and holding, for four seconds each. Picture in your mind a square that you can trace with your finger. As you inhale for four seconds, trace the top side of the square. Imagine your finger moving slowly from the top left corner to the top right corner. Then, as you're holding the breath in for four seconds, trace the right side of the square. Imagine that your finger moves slowly down from the top right corner to the bottom right corner. Next, exhale for four seconds while tracing the bottom side of that square. Imagining your finger moving slowly from the bottom right corner the bottom left corner. Last, when holding your breath for the four seconds, imagine that your finger slowly traces the left side of the square, moving up from the bottom left corner to the top left corner. Repeat these mindful movements in your head over and over as you continue this pattern of square breathing. In for four, hold for four, out for four, hold for four. Tracing the square, focusing only on pairing your four count breaths with the tracing of the square. Notice how your body feels 
as you shift from normal thought patterns to a slower-paced mindset, occupied only with counting your slow, controlled breaths and the tracing of the square. Feel free to pause and continue practicing square breathing for as long as you'd like. But when you're ready to move forward, gently open your eyes to a soft gaze. Notice how your body feels seated in an upright position at the end of our mindfulness practice. Notice places where tension has been released and where tension still resides. Hopefully, you're feeling refreshed and centered after practicing a few minutes of mindfulness. I love to practice square breathing when I'm anxious or stressed because it helps me to take more slow and controlled breaths while focusing my mind on something more neutral than the looping negative thoughts swirling around in my head. Comparison. It's something we do all the time. And it's not always bad. It gives us the ability to classify things. To sort them into the appropriate category. To judge things as worthy or not worthy. For example, When you're in the produce section and you're looking for the perfect avocado, you pick one up, examine it, and then compare it to all the others on the shelf. If the rough skin doesn't give to gentle pressure from your thumb, and it isn't that ideal dark greenish-black hue, you'll likely put it back on the shelf. You pick up another and try again, and again, and again, until the quality of the avocado in hand suits your liking. Until it proves worthy of consumption and the money that it costs to purchase. Comparison can be a helpful tool and we use it often as we navigate our way through even the most basic decision-making processes. But sometimes, when used without contrast, comparison can be harmful. For example, when we compare ourselves to others, looking at our situation and comparing it to someone else's situation, we might find ourselves feeling less than. I personally struggle with a propensity to compare myself to other moms in ways that are not fair to compare and that leave me feeling like I am not good enough. She has three kids, works full-time, and in her spare time pursues a hobby, creating the most beautiful handmade jewelry you've ever seen. How does she do it all? 
and with such grace. I only have two kids. I do not work outside the home, and I have never handmade a single thing in my entire life. Therefore, I cannot possibly measure up. I am the bright green, tough skinned, unripe avocado that does not yield to gentle thumb pressure and is flippantly thrown back onto the shelf. Not worthy. But this type of she can do this and I can't, so therefore, I am not good enough comparison is not fair. It is only one half of the equation. It does not leave room for identifying and honoring the contrast, which sheds light on the truth of the comparison itself. Allow me to elaborate with a visual demonstration. I have always loved Venn diagrams. You know, the things with the two circles that overlap in the middle? I vividly remember learning about them in fourth grade and thinking, how cool! A tool that helps us to visually compare and contrast two separate, different, and yet similar things at the same time. In one circle, you place attributes uniquely characteristic of that thing. You then do the same for the other circle. And in the middle, where the two circles overlap, you place attributes that the two seemingly contrasting things have in common. The comparisons reside in the overlapping space between the two circles. They seamlessly meld together, each one possessing a uniquely beautiful circle on its own, with many differences that set them apart. But also, at the same time, they are united together by an overlap of core similarities. Because that mom I compared myself to the one with seemingly more on her plate, achieving seemingly more with her full-time job, the one with still time to spare on a knock-it-out-of-the-ballpark hobby, the one who made me feel unworthy, less than. I forgot to mention that she and I also have a lot of things in common and that I have my own set of contrasting attributes that make me unique and beautiful and worthy. Let us not forget to recognize the contrast as we compare. It is only fair to compare after we have taken the time to find the beauty in our own circle to contrast the unique attributes we possess with those of another. Then, and only then, as we compare, may we find neutrality, 
common ground. A sense of belonging rather than being set apart. A sense that we are equal to instead of less than. Thanks for listening and for taking the time to pause and turn inward today. It is so important to remember to take care of yourself in the midst of caring for everyone else. If you enjoyed this episode, don't forget to subscribe so you'll never miss a single mindful moment. For more mindful motherhood content, you can find me on Instagram at Maggie Metz. Until next time, be mindful, Mama.